Welcome everybody to the 12th episode of the Supercar Cast for the week of February 22nd, 2021. Uh, this is going to be a quicker episode than our last one, but back to normal form. Some uh, cars have been sold, some projects have been updated, and uh, I don't know, we had a pretty good discussion. So enjoy the episode, and uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Supercar Cast. Um, this will be a short one, I think, just preemptively throwing that out there. But an episode is an episode, all the same. Uh, my name is Oliver, and joining me are my fellow co-hosts, Nick, Andre, and Drew. You guys want to say hi? Hello. Howdy. All right. Hello. So uh, somehow between episodes, because actually we didn't record all that long ago, all things considered. Yeah, a couple. A weeks, lot maybe? has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like a whole bunch has happened. So I figure we'll just have another project car update episode since that seems to be going well. So um I feel like we should start with Nick. Nick Okie dokie. Hey, no worries. Uh so project car update from last time to this time. Uh the forerunner runs. Uh so it actually runs appropriately, runs smooth, runs with the Toyota motor. Uh, <laughs> which is is a, a big win. It's still slow, but it's a smooth slow now. You're like the whole thing doesn't shake like it used to or sound like it was going to explode when you're trying to get up to speed. So uh, th- there's a positive win there. Uh, things that I, I've, I've learned along the way in that process um, uh, was today. I guess I'll immediately just throw myself under the bus of what I did today. Um, so when this project started, it actually started with me switching the suspension out to stock and pulling the lift for it's Andre. Somehow- Somehow um, ended up with a motor swap. And then it ended with a motor <laughs> swap. Um, but uh, during that process, I slapped it in, drove it around the neighborhood a brief moment, found the like whole, all the bushings were shot, replaced those, did one loop, and then blew the water pump and power steering. I never torqued down the rear shocks, I found out. Um, so <laughs> I was going to leave my neighborhood today. Uh, and there's a big dip that like exists in the thing. The rear window was down because, you know, forerunner. I'm like, I'm going to put that rear window down <laughs> because I can. <laughs> um, I hit that bump and the metallic sound that I heard very soon after was not great. It was like, <laughs> sounded like loose change. Uh, and then I'm like, I'm like, that doesn't sound good. And I'm like, did the bolt back if, out? I wonder if something came out kind of. Um, and then I, I went ahead and, drove onto Gilbert and then back into the neighborhood, hit another bump and it sounded like somebody throwing change again. I'm like, this ain't great. Uh, pull over to the side of the road. The rear shock was just completely out of the hole of where it was supposed to be at. Oh, the, top, the top nut bushing and like washer were just hanging out in the little cup and the shock was just pointed out in a different part of the frame. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Wow. Yeah, so that happened. Wow. So, yeah. Did it ride about the same? Honestly, it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God for the new springs on it. So, pulled it around really quick, the neighborhood, jacked it up, uh, bolted it all back together, actually tightened it down this time, and uh, we were on the road. So, that car's up and running now. It's good to be back. Uh, happy to have a vehicle that's driving. It took switching out a couple belts. That was the biggest hurdle. So it turns out that motor's from a 95 Land Cruiser. Um, oh. So, And it's a four-cylinder? Yep. 
Uh, only yeah. reason I found out the reason of that was by trying to cross-reference belts, and I found a page in Australia that sells belts for three RZs, and they cross-referenced a uh, 95 uh, Land Cruiser. Also, it fits a Suzuki something or other as well. So this belt fits two of those things, but uh, we've got AC, we've got power steering, we've got no leaks. We've got a couple check engines that I've cleared, but uh, nothing nothing too crazy. Should be uh, fine. And um, then, uh, and that's done. And then the Miata's uh, back up and running again. Yeah. Was there like, and I don't know if you noticed when you were going through, but there was like a VIN number or something on that that block that you could look up. So there's a there's a stamp on the side of it. I've been trying to find out where to find it because it's not an actual VIN. It's too short for the VIN. So I'm trying to find where that number is. But I did take a photo of it before uh, it went inside the the engine bay. Yeah, I just I, I think it'd be interesting to find out exactly what it came out of. I don't know if there's any sort of like Japanese, you know, directory that you can look that car up in and find out like how many miles it had. Probably Google. Out. Yeah, yeah. Google. That probably should have just used Google. Yeah, uh, or uh, maybe Bing. If you, if you don't if you don't find it on Google, use Bing. <laughs> I can't tell if Siri's joking. <laughs> no, uh, no, totally not. Uh, okay, I was like, what? Uh, no, he's so, a big Bing fan. That's that's his thing. <laughs> For a while, you could like rig their Bing system, and get five dollar gift cards every like two weeks. Oh, oh by oh. searching and getting out points, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that old trick. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. So the Forerunner's back up and running, driving. It's nice. Uh, it's uh, it was great. I already went to Lowe's a couple times, uh, so we're back at it. I, so just getting working out some of the kinks, but new radiators in, and that's awesome. Uh, so big old big old boy there, and all the valve cover and everything all works, and there's no leaks. I, I was shocked. So yeah, it's doing good. So happy to have that project behind me for now. I mean, there's still stuff to do as I look left and see the fuel pump I didn't do because I just wanted to drive it, and I look left and I see the trans filter I didn't do because I just wanted to drive it. Uh, <laughs> so as I told Andre, future me can deal with that. Uh, after this tank of gas is done, at which point he pointed out that future me is going to be coming a lot sooner than I anticipated. And fuck, that's going to suck. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll be doing a few more things on it just to still make it safe and drivable. But uh, back out on the road. And uh, and then I guess the other update is the Miata is back out and driving as well. What was, uh, oh. wait, did, is your, did your gas mileage go down? Oh, in the Forerunner? Yeah. No, no, my gas mileage has been amazing since I put this motor in. Like, uh, it's, I didn't know if you were alluding to something because you said it'll be. Oh no, it, it needs a it needs a fuel pump, something fierce. It's the 1996 uh-huh. original uh-huh. fuel pump. Uh, I also found a vacuum line that runs from the engine bay all the way to the spare tire, but it's not connected on either side. So, was that like a Volkswagen trick to run your window washers? <laughs> just all the way to the that's back. that's what they did in bugs i maybe uh it was i have no idea what i found there but uh yeah so that's bit by bit plugging away but yeah now that you mentioned gas mileage that's one thing i've noticed is trippy i would normally get about 180 to maybe 190 uh miles out of a tank and i think i'm at 110 at a half what up so you mentioned the miata was broken but for those who might not have been listening or, you know, that might not know or remember what was going on with it, what was the issue with Miata? Oh, I had a header that ultimately hit the hood. Uh, That's if right. You tried, if you tried to close it. It looked really, really cool, uh, but it hit the hood. 
Um, so uh, some time has gone by. Uh, ultimately, the, the final decision on that is uh, we are running the same header that I had previously. Uh, <laughs> and did you get the second, the second header or no? I, I did, uh, but because my uh, brake lines are custom done by me, they sweep out a little bit farther and the header hits the brake lines. Um, so Why not just redo those? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's that easy. And two years later, it'll be back on the road. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that doing the brake lines be quicker than that. but Yeah, but if he redoes the brake lines, then like the windshield has to come out and then like he's got to polish the door the door hinges and then like the you subframe has to be chromed and then like two exactly. years later exactly you know. it has a built ls with somehow still those headers you just go straight up now uh, so yeah now it's um, uh so they yeah. didn't fit either time right like they just nope. interfered no so all. like I know, I know you went back to the other headers. Yeah. Um, but like besides the look, were there any advantage to the, the high rise that you were? Uh, the RPM band would have shifted a little bit according to those that have ran and dyno tested them. The RPM band mm -hmm. shifts some on them. So that would have been a little bit nice. It would have came on a little bit sooner. Uh, oh, okay. But I mean. All 92 horsepower. Like 120. <laughs> I ran back and listened to that <laughs> video. I would pay for 120 right now, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but I mean, the 912 makes what, like seven, eight? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but the 930 like winces and it makes like 200 like on one cylinder. So there you go. <laughs> like, it was gonna say, it makes 200 at idle. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's solid, but so we're back up and running. I still then will do the valve cover. I'll ultimately end up getting these headers coated as well, but or another set just coated, just so I don't have any downtime. But out and drove that, and I would say not bad. Uh, within technically less than a year, I mean, uh, technically redid the interior and motor swapped the Forerunner. Uh, it was only down for one month, so I've now motor swapped and redone the interior on two of my cars. So now that uh, the challenge has been met, what's next for you, Nick? <laughs> what's next for Nicholas Hammond? Uh, just paint and body on it and then wheels, but more importantly, wheels first. Um, say, and please, then... let's get those wheels done. I'm so excited or, to see. Or I told Andre, like, I'm just going to turn them into four clocks with four different time zones on them because <laughs> nothing's happening with them. Uh, well, but no, we found you a guy to make you center caps. Center caps. So, like, that's yeah. that's solved. We just need to that's... get a hold of him. Yeah, and he, uh, he's his work is just awesome, and just watching what he's been doing, I just got to reach out to him and get it set up. But what's the well, backstory you, on the center caps? Uh, oh, they're so Modena four by fours are ridiculous center cap. It's like so, like this pop filter that's in front of me. It's it's about a four or five inch like hex cap. This thing is just massive. It just takes the whole center, and they're super rare. And the last time a set popped up, I missed it, and it was. Six hundred dollars for just the center Holy cap. Smokes. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. um, That's like regular master prices, and then so. Yeah. so I was gonna say I thought it was bad. I just sold some regular caps, and I felt almost guilty selling those, but <laughs> I was glad <laughs> to get the money. Oliver found a really awesome guy that does machining in the valley, so I'm gonna be using mm -hmm. him to do some custom center caps on them, uh, which will be rad. And then 
I'll be excited. The other, yeah. So I guess got to do wheels. I'm going to do the alignment. I got to do sway bar bushings because those are non-existent as well uh, for me. So, Should be fine. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that, do an alignment, and then ultimately get to paint and stuff. But paint's probably going to be out for now another year. Just I'm going to push it back. It's not absolutely critical for me right now. I mean, you already got it wrapped, so. Yeah, it's wrapped for now. So we'll call it good there. And I mean, technically, I read the whole front end. Huh? So that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So no, that's the updates for me. Nothing, nothing, I guess, nothing too crazy. I lied. I, the motor swap's done. But uh, uh, on to uh, the next projects I get. I get to be lazy again for a little bit. And then uh, we'll go back to doing something stupid. I don't know. But I, I think, think that- it's safe to say for all of us, that's not going to last long. Like you're going to get the itch to, to build something again. Mm-hmm. Like once you recovered from the forerunner. Yeah. So you'll find something. Yeah. No. And that will be, that'll be something. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll get that itch after the wheels are built. That's done. And then like mm-hmm. the wheels will fill that itch. And then maybe I just put the supercharger on the forerunner. If uh, I've learned anything about wheels is it's a bottomless pit and you can never scratch that itch and you'll just be buying more and more <laughs> wheels. More and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still want a set of pine engineering wheels, actually. Get a set. Those are made new. Yeah, I know. It's just shipping from Ship- New Zealand right now. <laughs> yeah, but they're tiny wheels, so right. Yeah, or are you talking about one for like the Forerunner? Oh God, no, no. It's still fourteens. Yeah. Fourteens all yeah. day. And for those who don't know, uh, pine is—they're based out of New Zealand, and they build basically bespoke wheels like custom one-offs as well Mm -hmm. as they have like some of their own designs and these things are like top-notch they're really really cool yeah i wanted a set but they're like four grand starting price yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a hot minute but uh no that's uh that's the updates i'm excited to get back out on the road and, and get going and just drive the miata i think actually that was the thing i missed the most was just driving the miata some places right yeah, I was able to drive around yesterday quite a bit. Uh, got it all back running and then worked too much this week to actually be able to drive it. But yesterday, uh, <laughs> sorry, I I'm, I was curious. So I, I Googled the Pine Engineering like wheel website to see like what just to get an idea of what you were talking about. <laughs> and I believe you that they are from New Zealand because on their website, uh, they have a section where it's like new wheels, rebuilt wheels, whatever, and it says "have a browse." <laughs> very, it's very New Zealand of them. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, right. What style, what style wheels would you get? Like the AO ones? Uh, no, like I. It ultimately looking through it, one of the things, one of the wheels I ultimately want to finish, I'd maybe throw on a set of long champ or style long champ to begin with. Uh, I but, think you meant from Pine. Oh, from well, they do a uh, very similar to Longchamp kind of style look. Uh, they've got going on or new, uh, or we just do a one-off altogether. So I haven't done too much necessary research into it. Uh, the AO ones is good as you go ahead and look at it. Uh, ultimately, like the MO ones is very similar to like an SSR Star Shark three. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, if you guys ever run into three other four by 100 compomotive CX 400s, I've got, I've got the missing partner up on the shelf behind me. You One know, day, I run in all those circles, so it's only yeah. a matter of time. Well, I'm, I'm still really sad in that after I met Nathan, uh, from 
you, Andre, and I was talking to him about wheels. He's like, oh, man, I just sold a set of those for like 400 bucks in Ohio because <laughs> like they weren't worth anything to me. And I was like, oh, right. womp, womp. Uh, At the time, they weren't like no. Compomotive wasn't stateside because Compomotive is a big brand in Europe and like the UK mm-hmm. here. No one really knows about them that much. So here they like they have no name recognition for most people. They don't know what they are. They're not worth much now. <laughs> after like this influx of like all this enthusiasm for European uh, wheels, now they're popular, and those same wheels are worth like two grand. But yeah, it's a, it's a little rough, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, we'll get the wheels built. Do that. I just want to build these wheels. It will be my first set of wheels, so hopefully, I don't do the same mistake I did with my suspension and not torque it down correctly, and we can find different problems with building wheels. I'll help you with those. Thank you, buddy. All right. Should we uh should we hear some updates from Drew? Drew, I know you've been busy specifically today. You've been working on projects. Yeah. What do you got for uh, us since we last spoke? Was the Land Rover done last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, just picked. You just had dropped it off or were getting ready uh, to pick it up? No, they got that done. That's right. It was done, but you hadn't gotten it. Yeah, it drives well. Mm-hmm. That car is, is so easy. Safe? Yeah. Yeah, and uh you know what sucks and is basically Facebook, if you're not within the Kelly Blue Book range, it won't allow you to post a price. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. have to like make up some price. I'm sure you've been getting that too, Andre. Wait, yeah, hold I on. Had that, I had that issue. Wait, back the train up. What's what happened? So, so if you're like posting it online and you want like say sixty five hundred dollars, but the top end at Kelly Blue Book is $4,500. It won't let, let you post it unless you do like one, two, three, four or something like that. And so like I've had people message me and be like, I just think it's so disgusting that you're doing like this um, clickbait stuff. I'm like, dude, it's not me. Like, yeah. So Facebook, nobody, nobody messaged me. Nobody messaged me talking about clickbait. But I did have two people think that I was actually trying to sell the car for uh, $1,234, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, yeah one, I'll come pick it up right one, now. Yeah, one guy was like, uh, would you take 1100 And I was like, sir, I'm asking 11000 he And then he was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tried to lowball you on the already astronomically low price. <laughs> yeah. It is a 540 um so um, I, I can't believe people got upset about that. Was it just like yeah. Land Rover enthusiasts or just like random just random people, just you know, people think that they can police the internet or I don't know, man. Mm. But I, I do think it's it's a silly policy on Facebook's part. You know, and then I've yeah. had a couple of people that are like, these things go for like three thousand dollars. I'm like, go buy go buy a three thousand dollar one and put six grand into it and then call me afterwards about how you should have bought mine. So, um, you know, a a lot of these people and then a lot of questions about the head gasket, which is weird. Um, They are known for blowing head gaskets, but it's if, uh, you know, if they overheat or you put the wrong coolant in its entire life, then, yeah, you'll blow a head gasket. I'm like, no, the compression is good on it. Why would I replace the head gaskets? Yeah. Replace the water pump and everything else to make sure I wouldn't have to do the head gaskets. So, um that's that's been an experience uh let's see um the 930 still oh go ahead 
I was just gonna. You should hit the guy who blew it up in the first place and see if he's interested now. Uh, <laughs> Three for that's round a two. Hard pass. <laughs> Maybe this time I'll just wreck it. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, nine thirties torn apart. And uh, uh, what? Oh, it was yeah, last time. Too. Yeah. Wait, the not, oh yeah. the belt. Sorry, never mind. I yeah. thought there was more torn apart. Like I'm imagining, like we're fighting Kelly Green. Like I was trying to figure out, like <laughs> no, um, still waiting on powder coating. So, uh, the part was machined two weeks ago, and then it got stripped. And I guess they have to use a different stripping process because it's magnesium instead of like aluminum or anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be powder coated. I'm pretty excited about that. Did uh, a couple other things, found a fuel leak in there, replaced or fixed the two oil leaks. I need to change my trans fluid. I've just been busy with everything else. Right. And then, um, as you guys saw, I was working on the 540i today. That thing's super cool. It there's like maybe two door dings in there. It's really clean. Uh, yeah. No, it's. It turned out way better than I thought. So it's cut, <laughs> polished, beautiful car. You know, it, it's really a testament to BMW's engineering those cars. Andre uh, knows he owns one. For those who cannot see our video feed, Andre would have what I would call a look of utter disgust on his face. Just the entire time. Pat. <laughs> um, now you you mentioned briefly. I, I didn't get to respond back to it. You were polished, but you had an issue with pads today. What what happened there? Um, you know, I don't know. Are we, are we trying to use brand names or not use brand no, names? No, no, you, you don't. I just, I was going to ask, was it like, oh. like dusting up or was it just like ripping really quick? Dusting up and then also ripping really quick, but more importantly, like lost its shape really fast. Okay. And, um, Legitimate question. You know, yes. Yes, sir. Was it the pad or was it your skills? Um, it might Dang. be a little bit of both, but uh, the ones that Nick recommended me, I switched mm-hmm. over to those, and they they just work so much better. The hex pads, like, yeah, those things are great. Um, I probably won't do another car unless I use those. And then the other thing, you know, I, I got their compound and their polish, not mm-hmm. hex pads, but uh, the other outset company, and it's even the compound is it's really really light. Like you would have to be a complete idiot to burn through paint with it. So I, I wish I would have had something a little bit heavier. <laughs> Was that what you were using? <laughs> yeah, you would have so, to be a So for the background, idiot. for those that did listen to the last episode, uh, the compound he's referencing that you'd have to be an idiot to burn through paint, I threw on one of the heavy buff pads and just burned directly through the paint in the Forerunner engine bay, like in a second. <laughs> I hit it and it just went boom all the way through the paint, and I was like, "Oh no!" So that's why that's just really funny. I'm, I'm really sorry, and you have way no, more experience than I do. No, it don't be, be sorry. That right, was fantastic. Not being an idiot, Nick. Come on, come on. It, it must have. <laughs> were you using one of their pads or no? <laughs> I was. It was one of theirs. I just burned. It was. It was the micro one. It was the, like the little three-inch pad, oh. and I think I had it set to like max speed by accident. It just went boom, and it went oh no, and then just carry on. <laughs> oh well, no. Well, I, anyways, but yeah, mouth. <laughs> uh, you can use uh, if you ever need a heavier cut uh, polish. Let me know, and I'll, I'll recommend some stuff over for you. 
yeah, for some areas I switched over to some uh, 3M stuff that I have, and that was pretty good. Oh, 3M's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, 3M and Maguire's 102, 201, et cetera, kind of stuff. Yeah. Really fast. Um, I have to do that on my wagon soon. So I'll probably have to pick all of your brains because my wagon needs like a full paint correction. Well, Carvana, give it some love and, and take off yeah. that waxy, gooey jizz. Yeah, we can get uh, on my segment. We can, we can knock that out pretty quick, dude, if we both go in on it, Nick. Yeah. Have two orbiters going. We'll, we'll just tag team it. You go to the left, I go to the right. I mean, I've done it before. Like I saved that Miata, but um, yeah, I don't know. I really want the wagon to look good and then get it coated. I'm 100% maybe. either paying somebody to do the Lexus again, or I'm letting I'm going letting that paint just completely rot because there's no way <laughs> you could possibly pay me or force me enough to pick up a polisher and polish <laughs> that boat. Not it's a, a lot chance. of surface area. I, I know. <laughs> I, I spent a good solid eight hours, and it looked really good when it was done. And we'll do it again. Uh, it still looks good. I mean, it still looks good. Yeah, That's it still thing. looks good. I, uh, I know that like the ceramic coat is long gone by now. Yep. But it you still... could always reapply. Well, I know, but again, have you met me? Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the, it's still like every time I wash it, because like I, I, I don't. I go through a car wash. It's fine. Uh, oh. It's still like smooth to the touch, which mm-hmm. is which is kind of surprising. I think that's a testament to Nick's I saw right Nick's, I saw Nick's nostrils flare when you said you go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. We we agreed on this before. We, me, and him already had this talk. Yeah. We went. Drive it through, and then in X number of months, we'll come back and just do it again. Like we we just had the agreements on it. Like we I knew yeah, that like going I'm, in. Uh, I'm, not washing my, I'm not hand washing my car. I'm good. Just <laughs> don't drive it through a car wash that dents your vehicle. I, I did that in the Forerunner. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just have like baseball bats hooked up to the spinners. Like, uh, this was when it was lifted, and don't go to that chevron that's supposed to be touchless over off of like mm. Ray and like Ray Valvista Val or whatever. Ray and Gilbert, yeah, don't go to that one. Mm. I ripped off the side skirts on the Mazda three at that touchless the one time, and then <laughs> I, I drove. I don't know why I forgot that. Drove the Forerunner through it and just dented the roof with the top. Oh wow. So um, don't. don't <laughs> Don't drive through that one, but wow. back to pol- back to polishing, Drew. Sorry, I took a turn there. <laughs> it was good. Um, no, it looks it looks really good. Uh, I was, I'm happy with it. There's still some like you know smaller scratches in there that I think I would got out if I would have given it more love. But I only have. I'm so gonna much say patience. I'm gonna throw that out there. The paint quality is is the least of that car's problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's a BMW. It's well maintained, you know. <laughs> that thing, that thing could have Barrett Jackson quality paint, and and that would still be that would be not very good at all. But well, sorry, continue. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at some of those cars up close? Yeah, like... yeah, fair enough. Did you guys see that one of those went for thirteen five on Bring a Trailer? What? What a five forty i? Yeah. I was just like, "Holy crap!" And that's that's too much for that car, but unless yeah, it's supercharged true. and uh, gold, silver, and gold, West what Phoenix, 
gold? Like what was, part of it was gray? Was gold. It was like dark Listen, gray. Listen, the Lexus, the Lexus is, and you know, you know, he's confusing your cards. Mistakes, mistakes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. were made. <laughs> <laughs> right now, for some reason, what's going on? Anyways, yeah, no, it looks good. Um, I gotta do the radio, uh, like wiring thing for the. Uh, apparently the ribbon goes bad on those, and so you have to resolder them. And I have the kit. Oh, strange. Just, I'm dreading doing it. Yeah, yeah. Then, but other than that, I hear that's the only thing that goes wrong with those cars. It's pretty cool. Can um, you just anyway. present you guys? It's like a little graphic, and it says "Ultimate Driving Machine," but it's like yep. the font and display from the E39, and half the pixels are out. So it's like. <laughs> All of a driving yep. machine, but all of the words are broken up. Oh, I love yep. that. That's <laughs> I still have to my phone somewhere. Yeah. If you don't want to solder, do you? Can you just parse that out to like Aaron to do the soldering for you? Probably could, but I mean, I, I've done a lot of soldering, so it's not. Are you doing too bad. a new? Are you doing a new LCD screen, or just trying to resolder the joints? Uh, it's a ribbon on on it. Or it's the yeah, ribbon but like next the. Uh, the, no, it's the original LCD screen, but apparently that it's fixes it. Screen. Yeah. I'm basic. I don't know. If it doesn't work, then I'll get a screen. Um, but yeah, so that's enough about the BMW. Other than that, I've been driving the 912 everywhere. I've probably put like 400 miles on it in the last month, which is crazy. A lot for that little car. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I took a Tortilla Flats yesterday for my buddy's birthday. And um, it is so much fun. I didn't die, which was fun. So um, I wish I had more horsepower. We'll address that soon. I thought the motor might explode. It didn't. I'm still happy. As happy as that terrible 1.7 can be. Um, and yeah, it's, I was really pleased that it made it. I can't wait to rebuild the gearbox on there because it's a nightmare getting into second gear. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all my updates. Nice, man. Making progress. So this, how long yeah. will this 540 be around? Mm, I don't know. Depends Hopefully on not. how long it takes to sell. Okay. <laughs> so it, it is not going to be one of those. You'll hang around with it like a, no, no. a jet box for a couple months and then let it go. No, I've been driving it here and there, but um, CHP was honestly a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be. It's a lighter, tighter car. Yeah. Like the 540 is going to have a lot more power. And torque, but it's it's more of a boat. It's like an Autobahn cruiser than a yeah. You know. That's exactly how I described it to my neighbor. He's mm-hmm. like, dude, that must be amazing. Like, you know, I'm like, no, he just keeps buying all of your BMW. He flew to Vegas and bought the worst CHP I've ever seen. You can tell, like, somebody ran over a curb. It was horribly aligned. I think all the tie rods were gone. The motor mounts were gone. Fuel gauge didn't work. It was leaking coolant. It didn't have coolant when he got back from Vegas. I'm like, dude, you got to put stuff in here. Um, and then numerous other issues. Those are just the ones that come like immediately. But there were a lot of other issues with it. And he sold that for like 4500 bucks. And it just it's a testament to the market's insane right now. Yeah, That's it's bad. Absolutely. And it was an automatic. <laughs> this is like the worst of all specs. Mm. Oh, they have the uh, wow. Alcantara cloth interior. No, it was a four-door automatic black on black. And it mm. had been blacked out. Um, yeah, it wasn't cool. 
Whatever. He sold it and made yeah. a profit. Good for him. More power yeah. to him. That's someone else's headache now with most exactly. definitely a warp cylinder head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Andre Oliver, who wants to go next? I say we let Andre tell some stories because he's got a big one. Oh. Which is also 540 related. <laughs> yeah. Motor blow up. Time and get no. time and chain. No. Radiator. Uh, it's uh, happily in its new home in Minnesota. Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, some guy uh, put it up for sale last Sunday. Uh, no, two Sundays ago now. I was going to say, yeah, it was two weeks. Um, and some guy hit me up on Friday. At Friday after that Sunday. The last Friday. And uh, lots of Minnesota. And uh, I picked him up at the airport, and he gave me some money. I gave him some keys, and he drove off into the sunset. Did you pick him up in the BMW or the Lexus? In the, in the, why would I? In the BMW. <laughs> that would be great. They're like, yeah. Here, here's the car, man. <laughs> Just at the airport, here's the money, Uber back to your place? Right. Uh, no, he dropped me off at my house. Um, was that stressful for you? Because when I did that with S2000, I hated that experience. No, not at all. Because, like, what was he going to do? Not buy it after flying here? Yeah, I don't know. I just, even though I sent the guy, like, 100 pictures, and then also his friend came out and test drove it and checked it all out, like, there's still that, like, worry, like, did, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was... Harder because I was emotionally attached to the car, unlike your 540. <laughs> but even so, I sold True. the Evo the same way. So I picked really? the guy up in the airport. That. Yeah, he test He's drove in it. Washington like, now, two, right? All yeah, of your he cars. He test drove a few blocks, and yeah, and then uh, he dropped me off my house and drove off into the sunset back to Washington. And I feel I don't, like that's the, ideal though, because there's zero it, chance of be, running into the car again. Yeah, it's the least uh, stressful thing I can think of. <laughs> like. The guy gets a mile down the road, he's like in block number. Yeah. No, uh, he uh, he made it back. Uh, he messaged me, let me know he made it back. So Not without not without a small he got some flat, in the middle. He, he got some flat tires, but I mean, whatever. Plural? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got one flat tire in like Oklahoma and then another one like right when he crossed into the Minnesota border. And then he had to get the car towed home like the last hundred or so miles, which that sucks. I mean, it's fitting. It's fitting, I guess, but <laughs> not the car's fault. It's the tire's fault. <laughs> Did you tell him won't be the last time? <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, Enjoy, he said buddy. He, put, he said he put some uh, like snow tires on it, and he said it does amazing in the snow, which I could see It's that. heavy, so. Yeah, That's great. So. Awesome. Can't wait to turn those bolts in like three weeks. I mean, the car was already an East Coast car at some point. Uh, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like rusty underneath. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had like some like some of the some things had like some surf, some light dusting of surface rub, but it wasn't anything. Like none of the bolts were. Everything was fine. Did you tell him to tune into the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so he can find out where his pistons came from? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess no. I didn't tell him about that. I told him about the. Uh, I told him that the, it had an engine block from a different motor. 
Yeah, I just forgot about, about that. Thing. I mean, yeah, I, again, I'm just what, more what was he about... gonna do? Not buy the car after flying out here? Ooh, wait, I guess you, maybe... you told him when he got here, like, oh, by the way, this has a different engine block. Yeah, he didn't ask any questions. He hit me up and he said, <laughs> he hit me up Friday, like midday, and he said, uh, hey, like, what's the deal with this? And I was like, well, <laughs> Pretty much everything you see in the post is what the deal is with it. Like, I don't know what else you want to know. And he was like, does it have heat or AC? And I was like, it has both and, and they work great. And then he asked uh, about the tires. And I said they were shitty Nankangs and the rears could probably use new ones. And he said, that sucks. <laughs> and he asked like one more question after that. And I was like... Yeah, man, let me know if you want to come look at it. Because I didn't look at his profile. I didn't know where he was from. And then and then he hit me with, hey, are you free tonight? Because I got to fly in from Minnesota. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And that was it. And then he literally bought plane tickets and then flew in from Minnesota. Like, he asked me, did like, he, six six questions about the car. Did he test drive it at night? No, no, no. Uh, he, he couldn't find t- He found tickets for Saturday, uh, like, midday. Okay, I was going to be mad. Dude, that's even oh. crazier. Fly oh, halfway, like, afternoon and then fly from fucking Minnesota. I can barely get across town at times. Is it like car. 3 a.m.? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I picked him up at like 1, uh, like 1 p.m. And then like I drove him to like a parking lot like away from the airport. And he like looked it over, popped the hood, looked underneath it and said, all right, cool. Then we went to a bank, and then he drove me home and drove off. So Brad. now that you're used car rich, uh, are you buying another car? Did you buy another car? Or did <laughs> used all car rich? <laughs> I like that. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I have not bought anything. Or do I plan so on no, buying anything for the, no for the foreseeable coin. future? Don't no. lose it all. No, dump it all into GameStop. Well, you know, that boat sailed. If this was like two weeks or like three weeks earlier, yeah, I would have been to the moon, baby. But (laughs) now it's it's now now it's to the center of the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I don't have any plans. Although Dylan did send me a link to a the most perfect C6 that I could ever ask for for sale here in the valley. Was it oh his? Um, and is it and, a then I, and and then I called, but it was already sold. So damn. Which I'm would, glad. Would you have, know. assuming that it checked out, would you have made a serious attempt to buy that? I don't know. What did those <laughs> go for I now? Way too much money that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> we should talk. Though you want a very specific spec. Now that the 540 chapter has closed on the podcast, we can move yeah. on to the C6 chapter. We can open it up with what the hell do you want out of a vet? Are you sure you just don't want like an E46 and 3 instead? Because that's a really cool car. You do not want an E46. So like so here's the thing, like the site of like a, a any BMW, but specifically the site of like a modified <laughs> BMW um makes me throw up in my mouth. And and I don't want that anymore. I, I don't like throwing up in my mouth. It's not good. What about supercharged BMWs? 
it I could I could not I could not want a car less than a modified BMW. Hey, I have this one I would rather <laughs> I would rather cut and buff the entire Lexus by myself than buy another BMW. Ever again. Ever. Welcome, Damn, welcome back, ever. Andre. Welcome back. <laughs> boy. Jesus Christ. Missed there you. he is. I, I've mi- Andre, welcome back. I've missed you. I remember this <laughs> moment before it's when like, you're like the number one hater has turned into the guy that it's owns like one. I, it's like I woke up from a from a blackout. I just like came to. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> what year is it? Where have I been? There's five grand missing from your bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, oh man. It's, it's Every time he rough. starts the car. It's been rough. <laughs> Well, well, but there's there's light, you know, at the end of the tunnel. You it's gone, it's been yeah. sold, and now there's hopes of putting a Corvette in the garage in some time frame. Corvette in the garage and New Balance in the closet. All right, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Mm. brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know when. I don't really have a timeline, unless like I find the perfect one. Um. But I'm not really Which actively is. looking. What is the perfect one? So, like, it's two model years, 2012 or 2013, Grand Sport. Like, one of three colors. Um, and has to be a 3LT pack, which is, like, a fully loaded, like, with all the options that, it, that you could get with a Corvette. Uh, and preferably Magride, but... That's not a must-have. I've heard good things about the Magride. So have I. What's the Magride? The Magnac uh-huh. Leaf Springs, or yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, they just they pick up all the bolts in your garage when you park it, so you don't get flat tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always keep the new balance clean. <laughs> um, and also, uh, additionally, there's also uh, the 2012s. Came with an optional Centennial package, which is, uh, it just, it was like suede steering wheel, suede shift boot, and suede door cards. And, uh, and this one that Dylan sent me had that. It was, and it had Magride. It was perfect. Is this how people feel when I talk about Porsches? Yeah. 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 They (laughs) just, they just black out and tune out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, where am I? It's just white noise for like five hours. Yeah, yeah, this 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 is I've 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 spent lots of time searching uh researching what what C sixes consist of and that's what I've narrowed it down to. So but it is have kind you, of have you looked in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's selling the perfect one you buy from him. You drive home and you find out one piston is out of like a suburban. <laughs> <laughs> oh also Probably the most important stipulation, it has to be a bone stock car. Cannot have, I don't even want it if it has like uh, aftermarket valve stem caps. <laughs> what about bone just stock. like a small can? Bone does stock. that have, does that have the same Absolutely issue though that, that uh, the C5, I guess, Dylan's have, which is the valve float. So you need to do the valve adjustment mm-hmm. or so does the no. C6 have the same issue that you probably want to make sure that's fixed? No, no, the LS threes didn't have that problem. I don't think they didn't really. The LS seven did. The LS seven had a ton of like valve train problems that the aftermarket has solved, but those were like the high revving LSs. The threes, which is what the Grand Sport has, <laughs> high revving. So like forty five hundred. Well, for an yeah. LS, yeah. yeah. 
it's like 3500 rpm redline but you know (laughs) it's getting up there (laughs) um yeah no but the ls3 is like actually i feel like is one of the most bulletproof ls's like they take some of the best abuse yeah there's not really much that goes wrong with those 6-2 power it's a 6-2 right (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a yeah, six, yeah, it's a six, six, it's six two, four hundred and thirty horsepower uh, that you got looking mm-hmm. on it. Uh, red um, lines at forty six hundred RPM. My favorite thing is though, before we move on from this, is the fact that you want a Grand Sport specifically because of the roof, right? Yeah. So, like, the point of of this type of car that I'm, like, the point of the BMW and the point of the Evo, it's it's just like it's not a daily driver so it's just a fun car to take out and drive you know for fun and i feel like it'd be more fun if i could take the roof off it is and that option is only (laughs) available on up to the grand sport yeah but it has all the z06 body work right right it's like all the wide body yeah i feel like it's the best is the z06 faster than yeah 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 It's got but more like, power. I don't care about roof. speed. I I just care about experience. <laughs> you want and you I want feel that. single cam push rod. <laughs> you want to drive my truck? It'll probably have the same feel. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it has see, better suspension since it's like you know not least spring, but no, yeah, he can get a C six and just well, put no, Fox you're... shocks on it. It'll be the same damn thing as your Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I love driving Dylan Z06, uh, the one time to QT, yeah, I think, with you, Andre. <laughs> yeah. For, so it was, uh, it was, uh, I, I love this idea. I think it's good. I, I just want to recall back one, one point that is going to be my favorite thing that the guy that buys your, uh, fi- that bought your 540 will find is, uh, your oil bypass zip tie to make it not collapse on itself. It's not zip tie, they're hose clamps, metal hose clamps. Oh, sorry, you hose oh, clamped it to not collapse on itself. Yeah, yeah. That's a master yeah, tech I... thinking. Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, that's that was some MacGyver shit that that uh, had to come up with. It it works, it works, but that was the one thing. Like when you're talking about, he'll find different things. I'm just like, that's gonna be one of those things. He's gonna be like, what is this hose clamp holding a hose clamp? He's gonna take okay. it off and be like, oh no. The best thing was that meme that shows like normal people saying like oh mechanic owned like awesome and like car guys like oh no oh no no <laughs> <laughs> which like that's somewhat accurate that's pretty accurate except for that car i don't know if that car qualifies because no the car was completely rebuilt and i mean it made it to minnesota yeah in, in one yeah. in one solid in one road trip so the only f- failing was on the tires which has nothing to do with your ability to put together an engine so right apparently and that was the bottom and that was the only problem i had too was a a wheel cracked yeah it was the only problem you had with that car the entire time you owned it was just the wheel yeah yeah, after after, you know what (laughs) (laughs) sorry any uh, (laughs) updates on the forerunner uh i parked it in the garage oh that's right i did buy some um i bought some i bought some control arms and some sway bar stuffs to make it more lifty more 
properly lifted. So I haven't put any of it on though. It's just sitting in my living room. But it's like a diff spacers and uh like camber or caster or something adjustment control arms or they're yeah, they're uh camber and caster adjustable control arms, upper control arms for the front. You just have the extended up uppers, right? Or with the drop, did you do anything for the pan hard bar in the back or no? Uh, I mean, I got a, a, some brackets to like uh, realign the angle, but I, I can't weld, so I don't really know how I'm going to get that put on, but I have them. <laughs> let, let me have a go at it. One time I welded together a, a little bracket for a barbecue pit, so I think I can handle this. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds good enough. Same to thing. Go. Same thing. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds good enough to go jumping off road. <laughs> I mean, we didn't jump the barbecue, but I'm sure we could have. <laughs> that thing was sturdy. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Well, um, I can't wait to hear what you think of all the additional forerunner changes. It's funny you got Nick spacers, and those things like fit your car perfectly, but they didn't fit his. Yep. Right? Yeah, because well, I got they fit my car. They just. On well, the front, yeah. just not the rear. <laughs> right. Yeah, I well, it's because I got the flared, like the body the clad cladding, the body yeah. cladding, the sweet nineties cladding. Oh yeah. Um we're we're on the downslope though. I have no other free parts for you or other parts for mine that can go to yours. <laughs> you got fenders. <laughs> if he wants to put like some crazy fiberglass fenders on. That's true. I do not. I think you should. Dude. I do not want to paint shot anyways how funny would that be uh, just taking the scenic nature trails and your fenders are like <laughs> <laughs> smashing like monsters down screaming i don't know that's that's what i picture <laughs> when i see those fenders uh no eventually i'll i mean so far with the lift it drives pretty nice uh you've been dating it right no, I've only driven it like twice. No. <laughs> Just never mind then. Yeah, I drove it home and then I drove it to work again to, to knock out one of the wheel studs so I can get a longer one. And then I drove it home, obviously, and that was it. Nice. So. All right. Well, that's for next podcast. You got to save something for then, right? Right. Cool. Well, congrats on selling the 540. Yeah, that's, and, uh, man. Is that a relief out of my head? <laughs> I feel like that was that was not too painful a selling process. So minus the one dude who said you'd never sell it for eleven grand. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he was right. Yeah, it's true. Um. All right. Cool. Should we move on to to my? I only have a couple updates, but I'd be happy to throw them out there. Letter oh. rotator chip. Cool. Um. I ruined the Acura. <laughs> You mean you made um, it way better? I made it way cooler, but I, I did probably objectively ruin it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I mean, I because because the Lexus is also ruined. It rides like shit. It just right. looks sweet. So you, I mean, yeah. you, you you did ruin the Acura, but it looks sweet. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's really all I care about. Um, to, to be fair though, it does it does ride okay on uh, the suspension. But I think last episode I told everyone that like I bought suspension for the wagon. I bought some wheels, but I hadn't put them on the car. I have since done that. Um, 10 hours 
to put coilovers on this car. Ten hours. Noob. No, no, no. no. Let me explain. Whoever worked on this car. One, I have a feeling that at some point this car was lowered or something. Although the fenders weren't rolled. um, Because all of the suspension that I took out had been like way, way over tightened. And on the rear strut towers, someone put red Loctite on the strut towers. I remember that photo you sent me. Wait, you're not supposed to do that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're not serious because... So... Like the, I looked up the torque specs. It's like whatever, 25 foot pounds or something. It's really low, right? Yeah, but that's not trip. really a, that's not really when you remove stuff that's been on there for however long, you know, it's going to be really I, hard. I know, but I had, I took a uh, breaker bar to the strut tops, which were allegedly like 30 foot pounds, and I couldn't move it. I had to get my earthquake impact gun, the half inch. Big boy, yeah, and I had to stick that back. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. God I have a wagon because the sedans you can't like you have to like barely reach in there with your like fingertips to reach them. But the wagon it's like wide open and exposed. I had to really? blast them oh, off. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, it just everything was like way over tightened. The the everything was like I don't know someone messed with this car at some point and then when they put it back together they just went kill mode with the half inch impact gun to put everything back together it took me 10 hours beginning to end to get the suspension on but i did it um it rides pretty well i I, like going down the street honestly i feel like it rides like like factory ish it's a little stiffer to be sure but like i've had a lot of different coilovers a lot of different brands and um I have zero complaints about these. Like these might be some of the my favorite coilovers I've ever owned. So much oh. so that I finally broke out the little uh, TN sticker that I've had sitting in my sticker drawer for years, and I put them on my uh, on my toolbox. So I had the little green shock dude chilling on there. So, um, got the wheels on. Then I went over to Nick's and we rolled the fenders. Which I don't know, Nick. I feel like that was a relatively painless process. You, you're the expert on rolling fenders. How was it? Uh, the rear, because as pointed out by the other guy, it was a little bit weird because that actually set it on the bottom to like, uh, studs to get an, it low enough to actually roll, but it's rears were meaty. Uh, but yeah. once you start getting it rolling, it, it's pretty good. And the fronts are like, basically seconds. already rolled. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like an Evo nine kind of where they are almost a little bit pre-rolled, but. The Evo 9 is such a thin lift that you can out unroll the fender really easy. At least on, on the Acura, you, it's already kind of pre-rolled, but it's fat enough that you can just, boom, bring it up, still holding the fender mm-hmm. lining so you don't lose it. Uh, it it yep. turned out really, really easy on the front. Yeah. It's rubbed times. I've driven around. Um, like, I went to go get lunch today, and uh, it rubbed on a pretty big dip. Um, so, like, I still have some work to do fitment-wise, but that's not because of the rolling. The rolling cleared up all of that in the rear. Um, so yeah, I don't know that that worked out well. Um, we did have an incident. Yeah. Thank you. I still, I I like, I need to fuss with the fitment some more, but like I I do, you guys were right. I'm going to go ahead and say it. You guys were right. The gold wheels do look good. I was wrong. Especially on black cars. Yeah, they do look really (laughs) good on black cars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, man, I, it's just, I don't know. It's, I, 
really like how it turned out. The gold was the right call. I just couldn't picture it. I'm glad I stuck with it. I'm glad I didn't send them out to get polished. So the yeah, lug nuts um, are even really cool. Sorry, I, yeah. I was really distracted by that when you were over. The lug nuts and the center cuffs were also great choices. Appreciate it. Yeah, they're, I, mean, I um, still think uh, polished ones would be super dope, but the gold is oh, oh yeah, can't go wrong with the gold. I'm not a polished wheel yet. I think it works in the context of the wagon. Like um, that profile photo I sent of the wagon a while back, Drew, go and look at it and look how much chrome Acura threw on this car. Like all the trim, the door handles. I feel like shiny wheels would work. I but... think you should change all the chrome to gold now. <laughs> now that, no. That I know won't look good. <laughs> the, the old special edition Acuras that were like gold-plated logos. Yeah, that mm -hmm. exists on the, on the legend. Yeah. Lexus awesome. did that too. Andres Lexus has a bunch of gold logos, right? Yeah, it's, I got the gold the gold trim. Gold package. <laughs> gold package. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. It was uh it was real but, um, gold in the back in the nineties. Oh yeah? Like like my trim is it's, it's like plated. real gold plated. Yeah. Huh. Oh damn. Yeah. So they, oh, they, uh, every, every every uh every LS that that you got that with uh came from the dealership with like a little thing to polish it. Huh. Oh, because it needs like specific polish to keep it shiny. Yeah, yeah, to keep it shiny. Crazy. What a flex. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I don't I don't know. I um we did have one incident though after rolling the fenders for two hours. Um we put the car on the ground, I torqued the wheels, went to start the car, and it did not start. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about this already. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I made I made a bonehead move. The car is automatic, and to make Nick's life easier, I put the car in neutral when it was up in the air. Well, the Acura to put in neutral, like once it was in neutral, I couldn't take the key out of the ignition, so I left the key in the ignition. And I thought it'd be fine, right? Like you know, doors closed, dome lights are off, and everything. But I left it in accessory, and I had the seat heater on from earlier before. And with the accessory ah. on, the seat heater just cycled over <laughs> and over and over again for two hours straight. So when we put the car down and everything, I like go to start, and it's just dead, dead, like nothing. And we're like, okay, we'll push it outside. <laughs> but I had put it in park. And now, because the battery was dead, it wouldn't let me like put it back into neutral to push it. So it was literally stuck in Nick's garage. And to jump it, because Nick's Miata was still down, I think, at that point in time, and we couldn't get the ND in, Nick ran over to the Forerunner, took the battery out of the Forerunner, <laughs> and then we had to jump off of that so I could get the Acura out of the garage. So that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> now that's uh, that's the auto trans scene. I, I only learned that recently uh, with the Forerunner when I had the battery out and I went to go put it into neutral, and the Forerunner said, "No, just kidding. You, you can't do anything if the battery's out." So that's what that little shift lock button is for. Yeah. Yeah, mine's oh, behind. If you slide that up, though. you can get it into neutral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you like push that button, oh. it'll it'll let you take it out of park. I was today's years old when I found that out. Uh, instead, I just pulled the drive line. <laughs> okay, well, see, and that's why I say that if you redo your brake lines on the Miata, it's going to be another two years before it runs. 
<laughs> You're getting some master tech cheat codes tonight. Um, yeah, I found out the actor has one too, but it's uh, you have to pull up. There's like a little plastic cover, and then you have to put yeah. like, your key in it or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't know that at the time, so I was like, well, okay, I guess we're jumping off a battery. So it worked. Uh, oh, you know, <laughs> it's cool. Any uh, updates on the? Oh, go ahead, Andre. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna the dead car in a garage. The one time my the the Evo when it was bagged, the air management drained the battery, and mm-hmm. I couldn't start it. But I also couldn't roll it out of the garage because it was aired out. And I, <laughs> it was it was so dead that I couldn't jump it, so I had to let it sit with a mod's car running for like 45 minutes until it was charged enough to actually fire up. That was... Oh my god. That was, that was Yeah, that was a miserable experience. See, if you guys had BMWs, <laughs> the batteries are in the back. The battery was in the back in the on the, uh, in the Evo. On the Evo. Oh. The battery's was in the, the back only... on my Miata, but when the, when the Acura's all the way in the front in the middle, nothing's backing mm-hmm. in necessarily <laughs> that direction. <laughs> yeah. Um... Anyway, I, I learned a lot about <laughs> jumping automatic cars, but we got it out, you know, and then I let it run and it hasn't died on me since. So that was just my, I forgot to really think that one through carefully and um, we're fine now. But yeah, I don't know. I, I need to, um, I need to raise the rear a hair because it's still got some like rear rake to it. Um, so I think it's just squatting a little bit too much in the rear. So I'm going to raise it a little bit. And well, then no, I no you no you lower the front to match. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so tough to get out of my driveway right now as is so no. <laughs> yeah, but you just that's just part of that's just you be about it. I'm not going to be about it, not for this one. <laughs> um, you didn't see? Oh no, I sent you the photo of my front bumper. The night after I uh I finished putting the coilovers on, again I'm just after ten hours of fussing with it. Um, I accidentally got stuck on the ground on the uh, rays and I had to like lift it up from the tow hook to put the stock wheels on the rear so it looked like a drift car when I drove to Nick's <laughs> house um, with seven degrees of camber in the rear to the point where like Nick was laughing at me. When I, I, I am not going to lie. It was really the most comical mm-hmm. thing to see him roll up. So like I just finally cleaned the garage from it blowing apart to get the forerunner running when I, when I showed that. So I got it clean so we could work and as he rolls in, there's just this this wagon gold front wheels silver rear wheels cambered in like seven degrees like full on like just tilty boy and then just like sitting on the subframe in the rear yeah <laughs> um i raised it a little bit when i was at nick's house but yeah it it was ridiculous it needs like a quarter inch to be level in the rear but the front when i pulled it out because it was so much lower than i was expecting and i have like a little like a uh, rain gutter in front of my house I backed out like I normally do in the wagon, not really thinking about it after, you know, <laughs> fucking with this car for 10 hours. Yep. And like, I just heard the scrape. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and oh, I get no, out. No, 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 no. And I caught just the, the edge of the bumper and I scraped it. Um, it's okay, actually, because where it got scraped, I'm going to buy some uh, front lip and side skirts for the car. Nice. Um, and right where it got scraped is where the lip actually attaches. So it's fine, like that'll be covered, but it's, it's still like one of those like, ah, oh, you idiot, why'd you do that? Because I wasn't really thinking it through. But 
Yeah, I don't think the the front can go any lower. Like it's it's got like a little flap underneath there too that like drags on everything. And yeah, it's got think... like the Mini Cooper like front like flap things in mm-hmm. front of the wheels. Uh, yeah, it's always referenced, and those are like barely above. So I'm sure I'll rip mine off at some point, but that's a problem for future Oliver. So um, it looks big progress man looks super duper good like i'm i'm Thanks. a major fan of how it looks appreciate it yeah all i got left is to install camera arms front and rear so i got k-tuned um I'm sure drew knows the brand good stuff <laughs> um, yeah i was surprised yeah i ordered front and rear camber arms and then rear toe arms as well um just to try to like get everything to sit because these i don't know i guess this is a honda thing but new to me like the rear because of the the double a arm when you lower it jesus christ it cambers in all the way yep um so even after i lift it it's probably sitting at like negative five degrees in the rear <laughs> so i need to bring that out just a hair yeah. i need to fix the toe and the front i need to camber in just a little bit because it didn't camber in enough um so i got k-tune stuff and like it got here and it wasn't the most expensive option but i feel like it's some of the highest quality suspension components they make I've really gotten. good stuff Looked yeah, really, really it's... nice in the photos. Uh, the yeah. adjustment, uh, like tuning, looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know. Oliver doesn't send me anything anymore. It, it was put in, in the chat, chat because I, oh, oh, no. I started snickering in my head because <laughs> I thought rear camel toe uh, is all I could think of again. <laughs> yeah, he misread it when I would put rear camber and toe. <laughs> He's so, like, "What the hell are you talking about?" It, it's the rear camel toe. Uh, <laughs> just a wedgie. It's just a wedgie, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so no i mean I'll, I'll send you the photos drew if you want to look at them but they're like powder coated super nice the welds look good all the hardware is super nice so i'm a fan i was gonna order um hard race stuff um because i read some good reviews on their stuff actually for an ls430 so these um, cages someone... look great dude holy crap yeah yeah <laughs> and uh like the powder coat is like metallic and I'm a fan and I initially contacted hard race and I said, Hey, you know, I see that you make these TSX arms, but they're sold out like everywhere. Are they going to be out soon? You're going to make another batch. Didn't answer. I called them. They didn't answer their phone. I left a message. No one ever called me back. So I started like hunting for other options and I went through this vendor, which I'll give them a, I'll give them a shout out with our no listeners. It's called heel toe auto. Um, you based out of Oregon. Heel toe auto. <laughs> um seriously one of the coolest like online vendors i've ever worked with um because i they they have like a phone number that you can text and i texted them and i said hey do you have these k-tuned arms in stock and he's like yeah absolutely um you know we have them on the shelf ready to go i can get them out right away and he's like by the way when you like order from us there's like an option on the checkout screen that says like i need this by this date and if you put like a certain date within the shipping window they'll prioritize your shipment um so like i put i needed them by the 20th just like to get them quick because i thought i was going to do them this weekend and not be lazy but i didn't um and they they sent them out same day it was really cool so they arrived on the 19th like friday yeah so shout out to heel toe auto i'm a, I'm oh, a yeah. huge fan I'll definitely order from them again. If it was Nick, he would have got them installed. Same. It's true. He would have. <laughs> Same day. 
No, I, I'm still sitting on a lift for Kristen's car since December. Uh, <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah, you also haven't finished building your wheels, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah. yeah, I feel like we're even. And uh, I still have a window that doesn't, that's not installed on the Miata. <laughs> They're <Seriously>? optional. <laughs> okay. What besides you replacing the motor in the 540? None of y'all have like motor swapped a car and done interior and got it running recently. Yeah, that's not true. Motors. I motor swapped uh <laughs> Civic SI hatch, I did it in a weekend and it was running. Okay, you I pulled out a lot of motors. We're talking about <laughs> a window here, Nick. A window, Andre's like, a window motor. Out. Oh man, things happened. <laughs> It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> My main right, reservation okay. from uh, from putting them in this weekend is just because, so I should have ordered these camber arms beforehand. Um, I vastly underestimated how bad the, the camber would be out of whack. Um, had I ordered them and done it with the suspension install, it would have been way easier. But now I have to drop the coils to put the arms in. And it should be way easier, but after going through that 10-hour experience last weekend, which was just a nightmare at every single turn, I just want a little bit of a break before I do that. Um, but I have to because, like, I mean, I'm going to burn through these tires if I don't. So, How do we feel about Godspeed mm. brand? Heard a, heard a lot of things. Never. Probably, probably wouldn't. I was just I've thinking. I've not heard uh, great things about them. I just, uh, I just, as you were talking about uh, uh, camber arms, control arms, I was just thinking like the Lexus doesn't have any of that. And like mm-hmm. legitimate brands for the Lexus don't exist and, and or are like uh, 326 power and like yeah. $7 million for like one bolt from Japan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And or discontinued, and you have to find them used, and they're also, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars for these. And so I just like quickly Googled LS400 camber arms, and, and it's like Megan or Godspeed are my options. <laughs> I would go with Megan between those two. Um, I Megan. have a DS6 friend who has Megan arms on his car. That's what he recommended before I found the K Tune stuff. He likes them, and he's been abusing them for like five years like he ran laguna seca on i know you're not racing your car but like he ran laguna seca in his wagon with these arms and they're still fine um yeah, godspeed i haven't heard anything a good. lot of miata not ktm sorry megan uh, rear cambers were what everybody ran on on spec mm-hmm. miatas for the longest time i would get the megan <laughs> stuff between the two also look into that that hard race brand i told you about now, granted, I didn't have any luck buying the TSX ones when I tried because they were out of stock, but they have the LS400 stuff in stock. And from what I hear, it's like top shelf stuff. Like it's well made. What, what is it? Hard race. What is hard race? Oh, hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. Top shelf. My, also, my problem is, is like <laughs> all these race car parts, they're like. Cost money. You start, yeah. you start your at already negative like three degrees and then you can go more camber and I'm like well what if I want less and yeah so you know um I think the the hard race stuff is designed to go back to stock spec if you want it so because it's an LS 400 like I think it was specifically made to make it you know livable 
well that would be nice <laughs> right <laughs> look into it i don't know i i can't vouch for them one way or another because i couldn't buy it but um well, i don't think k makes anything for your lexus so <laughs> no i'm gonna say uh, what about the bmw what mine yeah it's Any a updates? shelf right now uh, oh, cool. <laughs> uh so i don't know i've been well, what, are, what are you storing on it <laughs> i got a dashboard on the roof that's, that's... <laughs> i got a bunch of towels dry drying on the rear bumper from after cleaning the acura so you know um yeah no i haven't been doing anything with the m3 i haven't driven it since geez probably like two three weeks now it's just What's um, wrong with it? Nothing's wrong with it. I just haven't driven it. <laughs> wow. I, I don't have anywhere to take it. Um, and like, yeah, I don't know. I've been too interested in the Acura lately. Um, the new ultimate driving machine? No, it's just shiny and new. You know, it'll wear off and then I'll go back to it. I have a couple things that I'm like kicking around. I was telling Andre today, I am very seriously considering supercharging that car. Um just to get a little bit more grunt and stop having my ass handed to me by ND Miatas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was thinking about supercharging it uh, in the interim. You know, eventually it'll still get an S54, but um, this is a more economic option to, to make like 300-ish horsepower um, without really like hurting the car. So... And then when I go to like swap it, I can sell everything. You know, I can sell the S52, I can sell the supercharger. Which will and... just pay dividends on it for sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking about doing that. I don't know. I haven't really made up my mind. The M3, the VF supercharging kit that I'm looking at specifically, um, it's like 4,500-ish. And you make, from what they say, you make around 300 wheel on a stock motor. But everyone who runs it says because it's non-intercooled, so there's no no intercooler setup, and they said it heat soaks pretty quick. So we live in Arizona. Hmm. I'm a little worried that Perfect summer, head. yeah, summer might be an issue, and I don't want to like accidentally brick that car because like right now it's still drivable in the summer. It doesn't love it, but it, it can be driven in the summer. Um, any intercooled kit like starts at like seven or eight grand. Like Active Auto Work has a has a intercool kit and then also they have like tiny pulleys or big pulleys i guess um that you know make it push like 15 pounds of boost at that point you need head studs and a cut ring head gasket and you're making like 450 wheel and that's not what i want at all um so i don't know that's the big debate i'm kind of waiting for my pink guy to let me know that the shop's ready um as soon as he's like okay yeah my shop's ready you know and you're good for whatever date, I'll probably start breaking the car down. Um, in which case, Nick, I need some advice on like how to get it ready for Colin. I, I've got all, I mean, all the bolt containers and label makers yeah. will go ahead and get everything done on that for sure. That and whatever I can do to make it like easier on him and maybe save some labor costs on my end. I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll set you up so you get to save a few hours of labor costs. <laughs> yeah, pull the windshield. I need to pull the windshield um before it goes to him but yeah so i think right now we're just kind of waiting like until he's ready to go to paint and then i'm just going to blow the whole car apart and when i do that i'm going to pull the interior so i can get the headliner done the seats done stuff like that so i don't know it's just kind of chilling so 
that's that. <laughs> that's the it's the extent of the update. That's hey, not super um, big progress all across the board. It sounds like there there was another update that I forgot. I almost died this week. You almost died what? this week. Yep. Okay, what happened? Say. That's kind of a big update. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you, you almost died. Um. Yeah. So my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, man, uh, the Winnebago is done at paint." Um. Really good at driving that. Uh huh. Or, uh, <laughs> will you like, you know, pick it up for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm going down, just driving really well, you know, going like 65, you know, just flat out on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and some, some person cuts me off. I hit the brakes. Well, even though they put a ton of money into like having all the mechanics gone over. Apparently, they didn't go over the front suspension or the brakes. Because uh, <laughs> the second I hit the brakes hard, the whole thing lunges towards the left. I almost crash into a freaking semi. Oh, God. Yeah. It, like, it, and then, so then I had to kick it back. And then the whole thing, like, went, it was it was terrifying. Like, went from, like, this, like, nice cruise down the I-10. Because, you know, you can't go fast. You're going 65. And like it's nice, relaxed to like get me out of this death trap. So um, yeah, that was that. And I drove it seven miles and almost died. Like legit, though, like almost, I almost like within I'd probably say six inches to a foot. Oh Jesus! Yeah, dude, I good oh, God. I almost pissed myself. <laughs> I would have, I would have more yeah. than just pissed myself. Man. Good Lord! Yeah, that water, RV water, is like, the dude, gift that keeps on giving. He's like, what happened, dude? I saw you like lose control. I'm like, I hit the brakes. Like, oh. I'm like, I told you guys about this issue. I told him about this issue. I thought like you guys would take care of this. He's like, no, he said it was great. I'm like, not great, not good. Who's <laughs> like, is they gonna have somebody experienced driving that? Um, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, you know, if the brakes weren't bad on, it's not hard to drive. But uh, it, it was just, it was super sketchy. So. I don't know. I don't know what would cause that. Cause that, except maybe like, um, like track bar or like uh, your end links or bad bushings for uh, it to lunge. It, assuming uh, it's calipers, like one of the <clears throat> calipers could be sticky and seizing. No, the bad bushings will cause it because that was happening to me on the Forerunner when I first bought it. The uh, front control yeah. bushings were bad, and it would pull to the right real hard when I'd hit the brakes. Yeah, the 2002 did that, but it was the left caliper that was like sticky. So, like when you like, or yeah, when you dove onto the brakes, like one didn't quite engage, and the other one yeah. did. So, like the left would drag so really scary, hard. Dude. So scary. That's, that's also the possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's one of those things. <laughs> this is a good question for you guys. Um, I need to find. Some sort of seat for the 912 that has side bolstering, but is not miserable for a six foot three larger individual. Ricaro LB. Is that I'm for like a that. large large butt? Ricaro large butt? Yes. Kind of, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> large buttocks. Uh, that's what I had in the 2002 that I installed in your driveway and almost got a heat stroke putting in. You remember <laughs> that? Uh, I pulled them out of a Mark II GTI, or that's what mine came out of. But like they came factory in a lot of different cars, and you can still buy them new in some form or another today. 
Uh, really? My recommendation would be getting the the yeah, Ricardo still makes those. Mm-hmm. Would it be Huh? I can't remember. Is that the one out of the Volkswagen? Yeah, yeah, I got them out of Volkswagen, like an '80s, uh, like GTI. Um, but again, they came in a million different things, um, from like Mercedes to BMWs to uh, they were like a dealer option uh, mm. for a lot of cars, and then Volkswagen off them as a factory option. I want to make sure Go ahead. Hypothetically speaking, would something like that fit into? I don't know, just pulling a car out of thin air like a like a wait, old wait, Saab. Yes, they would. <laughs> they would fit in an old Saab actually perfectly. Interesting. Oh, uh, let me know if you buy an old Saab. In fact, I know a really cool one down in Tucson. <laughs> oh, here we go. Is it for sale right now? Uh, I can reach out to the guy. Is it a turbo? Well, what what kind? Uh, what is it? Is uh, it convertible? Gosh, let me try and find it. No, it's not convertible. No, well, uh, starting to lose well you know, I don't know. I'm still interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Recaro still makes them. Although, if you want like kind of purity correct, you can just buy older ones that'll look cool. Uh, Corbeau makes a a. I would. I'm usually anti replica, but Corbeau Corbeau makes a pretty legitimate le- replica of that seat. So if you want to go that route, you could. They're affordable. Um, they fit well in the Porsche body. I think they look good. So that's what um, I would go for. And the bolster is pretty good. Comfy. Yeah. I'll check it out then. Um, beyond that, I have nothing. I don't know. Some uh, some Kirky steel buckets. Oh, yeah, brother. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, the Lotus. I actually is... bought one, so when I buy the Corvette, I could just go pick up the car with a Kirky. <laughs> <laughs> just bolt it in before I drive it home. That's fantastic. That's your first mod. This car has yeah, yeah, survived yeah. since 2012 with no modifications. It's just bone stock with a Kirky. <laughs> Such a Kirky mod to do. Like, I'm going to go do <laughs> eights now. See you, losers. <laughs> it's not a Z06. <laughs> right, fine. M- mid nines with with the target top off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I was going to go the nine twelve, it'd be nine minutes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my best recommendation. That's that's what I put in the two thousand two before I went to the corns buckets, right. which were then super comfy. Yeah, I like um, those. Actually, that's what I was thinking I should have done for the Volvo, but then I got T boned. <laughs> Sorry, I have uh, <laughs> another. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it or not, but um, uh, a quirky engine swap idea that might be the worst idea ever. Okay, I'm listening. Nine twelve with uh, four cylinder out of a Boxster. Wasn't this already a, an idea that you had? No, that was a four cylinder out of a Subaru, dude. Totally different. <laughs> it's not like they're both flat. Wait, the Wait. you mean like the Box- new new boxer? Oh, like out of a Porsche boxer. Yeah. I thought you meant like a four cylinder boxer motor. <laughs> okay, I I'm on the same page. Here we go. Okay, so it's literally the same idea you had. It's just a different car that it's coming out of. Way more expensive. Well, when you put it that way, it's the same thing. And also, that's a relatively new car. Like you would have to find like a 2017 718 that was wrecked. 
Yes. That motor so is probably like fifteen to twenty grand. Why not an old ass Boxster? They all had six cylinders. Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The four cylinder Boxster is a relatively recent thing that flopped. Oh, really? Yeah. The Boxster's always oh. been six. It's like a, a destroked nine eleven motor. Oh no shit! I did not yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. That's that's something. No, uh, here you go. They're twenty six hundred on eBay. No way for a seven eighteen motor. Yeah, I think it's because well, I mean, if it was a flop, made by XG Engine. <laughs> is it made? Is it just made by Subaru? Is it just a? Is it just a WRX motor? Could you just it's go get a WRX motor? <laughs> I think you guys the longest lead going man. <laughs> so for those for those not it's about 20 pages long of link for oh, 2017 right. still... Porsche Cayman S 718. I forgot motor. we were still recording. Yep, still recording. Dude, um that makes 350 horsepower. Oh, that just tells you how little anyone oh, wants that. No engine though. This is just a, or no no turbo. It's an engine, no turbo. I don't want, yeah, but you could just, but you could put your, but you could put your own turbos on it. I, I, I don't want turbo. I want like, I want me. Well, that's perfect. Oh, it doesn't come with turbos then. <laughs> All right, problem Drew. solved. I got an idea. Problem solved. Crazy. Hear me Select out. Uh oh. K twenty ITBs. I think I'd make too much power for the transmission. It would. But laying on smoke? its side. But laying on its side, so only half the motor gets oil in it. <laughs> just just the right half of the piston. Yeah. <laughs> uh I, I thought like K twenty swap, but like I want to keep that low center of gravity. So True. And, uh, I just huh? I, I think you're better off and I'm I'm anti Subaru swap, but I honestly think you're better off getting like a wrecked forester dragging it to your house. Taking out that motor and putting it in and making the whatever 180 horsepower, then buying this motor that has what appears to be no ECU, no turbos, no way to attach to any transmission that's fits Direct in a 912. High pressure fuel. Um, You're going to have to get standalone ECU for like. That wire no harness way. is 100% cut at one point. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And if Actually, yeah, for, I mean, Forrester motor wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad idea because then if there's no turbos back there, technically you could where a lot of people put the intercooler, you just put the radiator, kind of like what they do with uh, um, three five six swaps on the kit cars. But yeah, yeah, same idea. Or put some ITBs. I don't know. Yeah. In any event. I, I mean, I love your enthusiasm, and I appreciate keeping it in the Porsche family, but I think this oh, would rapidly scary. turn... Horrible idea. You would be better off just Do buying it. a 964, like, for the same money it would take to, mm-hmm. you know, get this working. I do love me a 964. Yeah. I'm impressed that these engines are so cheap, though. Three grand. Uh, Nobody wants them, dude. Nobody wants them. Yeah, well, that's why I don't think they make them anymore, do they? I think they just, I think so, dude. I think they got rid of them. Yeah. Because everyone was like, this does not belong in a Porsche. It sounds wrong. It doesn't drive right. 
There's never been any four-cylinder Porsches. So 912. It's the same, right? The, but also the 912 wasn't totally well-received in its day either, right? Actually, it sold better than the 911. Did it? Yep. Why'd they cancel it? Uh, because they wanted to move forward with progress. It was a stopgap so because the jump, the jump from um, the six from the three five six to the six cylinder that was going in a nine eleven, it cost so much more money f- to make that engine that mm-hmm. it priced out like ninety percent of their owners, and so they just start throwing three five six motors in there, and then people bought them. Just like now, the owners oh, are shit, priced sorry, out. Sorry, I blacked out. Is this how you <laughs> felt when I was talking about the Corvette? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, exactly. on that, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Another great episode. Um, I don't know when we'll be recording another one. We don't really have a consistent schedule, but we're working on it. We're working on we're it. We're going to shoot for every two weeks. Yeah, that'd be nice. So we'll try to keep this, uh, this pace going and hopefully we're getting close. Actually, we can actually start doing uh, in studio episodes again, really bump up that quality. So no more uh, online recording headaches and Craig kicking us out uh, of our recording. So we're working on it. But as always, follow us at uh, Supercarcast on Instagram. Um, we're all we have our individual pages too that you can find through there. Um, you follow all of us. We post regularly, except for Andre, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, okay. no. um, and with that, I don't know anything else you guys want to say before we uh, sign off. Nothing for me. Thanks, guys, for for the night. It's been fun. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Like, you would have to be a complete idiot to burn through paint with it. <laughs>